Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. Here we go. We are venturing out of the state of Illinois today. We haven't done that in a little while. We go back and forth a little bit. Although, no, wait. We did visit the Grand Canyon recently. We did. We did. I guess I'm wrong. Because I was there. Yes. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now we're going to Missouri, Mm -hmm. and we're going to drink O'Fallon Brewing, um, which is something that I picked up at Binnie's, and we're going to drink their pretzel beer. Which I'm, has a pretzel on it, and I think it's supposed to either taste like pretzels or be drank with a pretzel. Yeah, I'm I not can't sure tell. O'Fail and Naughty Pretzel Beer. So, I'm intrigued, I guess. Uh, sure. Well, we're about to find out. So It actually does it smell? smells kind of bready. Like, oh, uh, like maybe kind of like a pretzel? It smells kind of like bread. Yeah. <laughs> it really it does. It does smell like bread. And I know beer, you know, people call beer liquid bread. Looks a little flat. Is yeah. Look a little. I hope that's not a bad sign. I don't know what this is supposed to taste like. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, let me elaborate. <laughs> I don't. Give me that bottle. Think it's. See. Go ahead. <laughs> it does not taste like a pretzel. Let's start there. Well, it's a it's malt beverage actually, so it's uh-huh. it's not beer, even though it says pretzel beer. I was misled, so, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I would have assumed beer too. I mean, As I read the fine print, it looks beer mostly like beer esque. I looks mean, beer esque. Yeah, I mean, my only reason to say that it doesn't is. It wasn't, there's like no head on this beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no head. Uh, it's a little flat. There's a little, there's some bubbles, but it's no, there's no head to it. Um, it smells like bread. It has a bit of saltiness to it when yeah. I drink it. Yeah, I could see that. I get that a little bit, but I won't be drinking a lot of this. Sorry, everybody. It's very different. It smells like bread. It tastes salty. It tastes like I don't know what it tastes like. It tastes like something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what this tastes like. I can't really <laughs> d- decipher this. Yeah, I think we're perplexed. It, I think it's mostly because we didn't know what was going to happen here because yeah, had, of what happened. Yes, yes. But um, I don't really. I also don't. I can't really say I would know what to expect with a pretzel beer either. But this, it tastes salty. I feel like I guess you could drink, eat pretzels with this, but it smells a little bready. It tastes a little salty. Um, it doesn't taste at all like a pretzel, but it's just a very unique. Well, and let me add that I don't feel like it really tastes like a malt beverage. Does it? No, it doesn't. I mean, the aftertaste tastes like beer. Like it just right? tastes like a lager. Like yeah. a. 
the aftertaste literally just just tastes like a salty lager to me <laughs> so a salty lager it does like what else what else does this taste like i, I don't no yeah no exactly i'm so confused i'm very confused all right well, let's, well let's, that was interesting yeah, let's hear about o'fallon beer. and try to change our perspective a little, okay shall we? so o'fallon brewery it's currently in maryland heights missouri they did start in the town of o'fallon um, in 2000, their motto is "We love beer." Um, so, sure. uh, it was opened by Fran and Tori Caradana. Um, they had previously, in 1990, started a uh, distribution company called Signature Beer Co. So they focused on dis- distributing um, for Midwest brewers and then eventually decided they wanted to distribute their own products. So they eventually sold the distributor uh, company and worked on opening O'Fallon. Um, Tony actually started in kind of the beer industry as a tour guide at Anheuser-Busch, which is not oh. far from uh, that area of Missouri. Okay. So, and then their first head brewer was a home brewer that Tony had gotten to know working d- when he was distributing beer, who was just a guy who worked at a liquor store who homebrewed that one day he was like, what? hey, so we're going to open this brewery. Do you want to come and brew for us? What? Uh, and he was there until 2022, from when they started the brewery so in cool, 2000. Though. So it must have worked out all right That's funny. for them. Um, so, yeah, so interesting. Uh, so they started out in 2000. Um, they're, they started out with a 15-barrel brew house, um, making everything they had by hand. Uh, their first and only beer for a while was O'Fallon Gold, which you can still find. Um, and you know, they started growing over the next decade and they wound up divorcing. They were a husband and wife couple. They wound up selling, uh, to a former Anheuser-Busch executive, actually a marketing executive, I think, Jim, uh, in 2011, who's now the, still the current president of O'Fallon. Um, in 2014, shortly after he took over, they announced a huge project, $10 million expansion project um added a restaurant a tasting room almost forty thousand square foot brewery um that whole complex opened in in 2015 um which was actually really great because it allowed them to bring some of their brewing back in-house they had actually exceeded capacity their demand had um so in 2008 they started actually uh contract brewing out of stevens point um wisconsin which we had talked about previously they contract brewed out of there for quite a while until they could bring um their brewing all of it back in-house um, and now they actually contract brew for other brewers since they went through this, you know, big expansion project. Sure. They can technically grow to up to 50,000 barrels annually. They started at about 25,000 in the new um, new production facility. So, um, yeah. So nice. they also have a five barrel kind of small batch setup that they like to experiment with new beers um, and give tastings on tours and at the tasting room to really get the experience and the customer feedback on potential new beers that okay. they might kind of, um, you know, just think about doing or trying out and experimenting with. So um, Fran stayed on as GM um, after the gym had bought out in 2011 
Uh, and she recently, uh, within the last handful of years, actually moved on to the St. Louis brewery, brewery and is now the CEO there. They're best known for their, I can't pronounce the beer, the Sh- uh, Schlafly beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's actually the St. Louis Brewery is the name of that brewery that makes oh, yeah. that beer. Okay. And she moved on to CEO there, which she currently is still at. Wow. So she's been in the beer industry for a very yeah. long time. Um, but currently... Uh, O'Fallon is run by uh, Jim Gorzica from uh, previously from Anheuser Busch. So ah. they continue doing well. Um, and you know the, the next beer we're going to drink in a bit actually is won two Great American Beer Fest gold medals. Um, they have a number of other beers that have won medals throughout the years as well. So they've they've done well. You know, again they opened twenty three years ago. Um, so that's a good run so yeah. far. So so far so good. So yeah. So that's a little bit about O'Fallon. Uh, since we yeah need a distraction from pretzels. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna just put this out of my way because I don't think good. I'm gonna drink any more of it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll see what the next one is. We'll get to the next one All eventually. Right. So let's move on and let's. We're gonna revisit a topic that we have visited before, mm-hmm. and I know we've occasionally kind of touched on things we've discussed before. This might be our first time officially going Having back topic, yeah, and talking mm-hmm. about kind of the same thing again mm-hmm. but i do think it's a valid subject matter every year or so <laughs> because of our kids growing up and getting older and and yeah. how things might change as a result so we're going to talk about hygiene again yep. i do have more uh <laughs> more to say more now. to say about it which <laughs> i kind of feel like is sad yeah. i wish i didn't Nah, it is what it but is but i do there's there's like uh different seasons of this depending on what age your children are at so we will hit on different things as we you know have different periods of their life i agree yes i agree like i said this probably won't be the last time we talk about it i'm sure it won't be so all right i still just like last time we talked about it we still battle about showering and brushing teeth the basics (laughs) um my oldest uh, has a aversion to brushing his hair, which mm. is long and needs to be brushed true, true. Yeah. regularly. We've talked a great deal about that issue with him and agreed that, um, you know, he's just not willing to do it. We've resolved it a little bit where we did do a haircut, actually, just okay. the other day that sh- gave him an undercut. So he has mm. shaved now. Oh, under. Okay. On the under. So he has a little bit less to, to comb through, sure. which is great. Um, and has made a difference even in the few days that we've dealt oh, with good. it so far. And it looks really good. It nice. looks really nice. nice. I'm really happy with how it turned out. Yeah. Um, he does it. He does brush his hair. He just doesn't really do enough. Yeah. I'm sure your daughter, maybe you could weigh in she... with your daughter. Uh, it's like a battle all the time because she has very, very thick hair. Uh, she had it long for a, a while and then she uh, grew it really long so she could, she could cut it and donate it to Wigs for Kids. Um, since then, she has been keeping it relatively short in terms of for a girl. It's like shoulder length or shorter most of the time. Only long enough we can put it in a ponytail, but not any longer. Yes. Um, and part Perfect. of that is because 
it is such a battle to brush through her hair. And I don't know what she does at night. I don't know if she's like winding herself up in something, but it's a nest in the morning. Oh, geez. And it's like, it takes me even with her sitting a while to comb through all of the knots in her hair. So I can't imagine it being any longer. She does. She's gotten better about it and she brushes her hair before bed so that it starts good and not <laughs> a mess already yes. and in the morning before school but also we've started because she was struggling to wash her hair on her own and get conditioner in it and everything through it so now i'm like okay you have to brush it before you shower which i uh-huh. get seems counterintuitive but you need to do that otherwise it's not going to get clean it's not going to get conditioned you this is just what you have to do. Yeah. Make it part of your process. Absolutely. So we we do do that. She does not wash her hair enough, I feel like. And I get Does she that, ever like, have like little dry areas that just didn't get wet even? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Well, she's much better about it now because I've harped on her so much that she would get out of the shower and I'd be like, you didn't even wash your part. Like that you need, you need to wash all the hairs. Yeah. Not just like... The ends where you get food in them. All of it. The whole thing. So she's improved, but this took us quite a while to get there. And I yeah. get she's only nine, but like she's had hair her whole life. So, right? so seriously, like her whole life. So she needs to be able to do this on her own. My yeah. son, her twin, he prefers his hair as short as possible so he can take a three-minute shower sure. and just be done and not have to do anything yeah. with his hair. Like, for a minute, he thought putting gel in it and combing it was cool and, like, literally a minute. After that, he was just like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, literally just washing it that. and that's it. That's I love all he that. does. Yeah, that <laughs> is the dream. There's no more interest in that. My oldest, we help him um you know wash his hair he's working on it but we keep his relatively short but his hair is so curly and cute that I we know. like can't like totally chop off all the curls so he does have cute hair yeah so like we can't just get rid of all of it well but. and i really like my oldest mm-hmm. hair he has nice hair yeah, yeah. and it looks good when right. it's combed through and yes neat. and clean and whatnot all but those things yeah the problem is, is when that's not the case, it looks like you slept outside last night. Correct. Yes. And we, I said that to him, we went to get haircuts and I was like, you got to brush your hair before we go to the haircut. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why? She's just going to wash it and brush it. Why do I need to brush it? I loved that response. <laughs> Let me say that. But um, I was like, because I don't want to walk in there and have her think that you slept on the ground last night. Because that's what you look like. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look like you slept outside. Yeah. And please just brush it. Yeah. This should not be. A little bit before we shave some of it off. Yeah. That's totally fair. Yeah. We. We're, we're, it's a, we're a work in progress. We have made progress, but we are a work in progress on that. Well, <laughs> and he gets very sensitive about uh, the conversation because he feels like he's being criticized. Uh, so we have to like not yeah. go too hard on it. So when it comes okay. to washing or brushing, yeah. I'm allowed to be like, you should wash your hair when you take a shower tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when he gets out, and it's not completely mm-hmm. clean because I can tell. Yeah. I have to just be like, oh, you missed a couple spots. Maybe, you know, get those tomorrow night. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> Buddy. 
I get it. I get you know? it. They're they're <laughs> at the an awkward age where it is a little bit like my daughter's a bit sensitive about it sometimes. But at this point, I feel like it's just she's heard it so much from me being like, did you brush your hair? And she's like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, why can't? Why is this not a routine for you? I like, do like the I forgot excuse, how, which I also right? get from my I son. forgot. Are you sure? Did you really forget? You just I forgot to brush like my hair. You forgot? Yeah. Like, how what is this mean? not part of your everyday routine now? Like, it should be. So, yeah. did you forget everything else? So, do I have to walk through the list of everything? Did you brush your teeth, too? Did you wash your hands? Like, did you wash your face? Right. Do you have underwear on, even? Do I need to check oh, these things? Like, my, come on, guys. Yeah, my <laughs> oldest... My kids somehow a few years ago decided that they do not wear underwear to bed. They wear pajamas, but, but they do no not underwear. wear underwear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if that was a private piece of information. My kids someday watch. This will be the one episode the they one pick they out pay attention of to. the haystack. Yeah. And they'll be very offended <laughs> that hey, I said it was said their that. choice. So, But they made the decision some time ago to not wear underwear under their pajamas. And I didn't really know how to respond to that so i just didn't yeah my husband doesn't like it but i just was like i don't "Mm." even care you're sleeping but i I I mean my son would prefer to just wear underwear to bed well sure and i have so (laughs) nephews who take that approach yeah um but whenever pajama day at school rolls around (laughs) i have have to to remind them you Uh, have to put on underwear though you can't not wear underwear to school and Uh, they'll be like they'll contemplate what i'm saying (laughs) they'll just be like oh that's very interesting you're like like it's a suggestion (laughs) like i'm like presenting a possibility yes. that they'd never considered before yeah. no th- this is a thing that you must do you must wear underwear <laughs> if you're going to wear pajamas yes. to school. you must wear underwear to school let's just make just, that the rule ju- yes to, to always school. This is please the wear rule. underwear please oh uh, um, yeah no we on, don't have that problem yeah here, but <laughs> on that note my uh more my oldest actually my youngest is the opposite but my oldest tends to be very lazy about getting dressed on the weekends Oh, okay. He is the person who, if we didn't have anything going on all day, would just Just stay stay in in those pajamas. Now, I am an adult. I also have that desire. Yes. There are plenty of times where I do not change out of my pajamas until much later in the day. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. And. And it's funny because there will be times where I will finally decide to take a shower at like three in the afternoon on a Saturday and someone will inevitably call me while I am in the shower (laughs) and I will get out and I'll get dressed and I'll see the missed call and I like call my brother and he'll be like, oh, I called you a few minutes ago and I'll be like, yeah, I was in the shower (laughs) because this is when I started to get ready for the day. I'm totally with you. If I have nothing going on, I get it. Yeah, yeah. so I get my son being kind of lazy. And it's just the weekends. It doesn't happen during During the the week. week. He gets ready for school. He gets dressed. There's no issue there. But on the weekends, Mm -hmm. it is he does not get dressed until I have it's to prompt him yeah. about it. So if we if we are going somewhere, yeah, yeah. he will be like, what time is it going to be? And I'll be like, it's at 2. And he'll mm-hmm. be like, I'll be dressed by then. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that's not totally a hygiene thing per mm-hmm. se, but it definitely is a habit that has been created by him where he doesn't really... And 
he doesn't really initiate the like get dressed brush teeth get ready for the the day ritual on the weekends it just doesn't happen that's fair our kids will get up and brush their teeth in the morning uh but they often will sit in pajamas most of the day on weekends i dropped my son off at a friend's house yesterday and his that kid was still in pajamas even with my kid coming over so yeah, he literally I, and then when i picked him up at like 7 30 at night that kid had never changed out of his pajamas oh man. quite literally the that's whole day great good so for him man. way to feel that way about yourself like pajamas. that's just great yeah. my uh kids play with a couple kids in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and on like i don't know thursday or friday evening it must have been friday they mm. were playing with the kids in the neighborhood mm. and we had a soccer game on saturday morning at like eight forty-five, yep. and so it wasn't late on friday but it was late er and i was like okay you guys got to come in you know it's time i'm gonna i was gonna go out for a drink with a friend mm. and it was like 7 30 or so my husband had gotten they gotta be up recently. early on saturday yeah mm-hmm. and yeah one of them has to play this soccer game really early and i'm like we're gonna call it a night after this yeah. and um they were just like outraged about that of course <laughs> but the neighborhood kids i was like well we'll see you we can play tomorrow sure. you know after the soccer game you know soccer games at 8 45 and we'll be home after that and we can knock on the door yeah. and then one kid was like but not right away, right? Like, you're not going <laughs> to knock on my door at, like, 10 a.m. And I was like, no. And he was like, no. Okay. We had lunch. And my son went over there and knocked on the door. And this kid was, like, still asleep. Oh, wow. At, like, noon. Yeah, no. I don't know what time they go to bed. That's crazy. My kids, were, kids are not capable of sleeping that long. Those kids, man... I know people who have kids that they have to like get up in the morning, sure. like wake them up in the morning. Yeah. Those are not my kids. Though. Oh no, my kids are not that way. I rarely have to wake the twins up. <laughs> I honestly rarely have to wake my oldest up. I do go in there and he's awake, but I have to. He has to wake. He has to get up and get out of bed and get ready at six o'clock in the morning. So right. like I have to prompt him to be like, okay get out of bed yeah like, sure but he's usually awake the twins honestly they get up on their own and i almost never i very rarely have to like get them up and go yeah but i can't tell you the last time that they slept past like seven o'clock in the morning like oh uh, yeah no idea i mean my son was sick about two weeks ago oh, yeah. and there was a day where i came downstairs myself mm-hmm. from like getting ready for work and it was seven forty-five. yeah and my son was still asleep. Oh. And I was like, dang, he must be, he must really, be really sick. sick. Same. Yeah. Because when my I've never had that sleeps in, like he's definitely not feeling well. Yeah. yeah. It's the only time I've ever had one of them. Yeah. Really sleep, sleep. past, let's say, eight o'clock. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, and that would be. Oh, yeah. That's rare for abnormal. us. Abnormal. And this is the weekends, too. My kids do not sleep in. No, mine on don't the either. Weekends. Well, they're so used to getting up early that they just, they don't. I mean, now my son will, like, wake up and just lay in bed and watch TV, but he will okay. be awake. So, and that's a recent occurrence, too, because for a long time he would wake up and come and tell me he was up and then tell me he was going to watch TV. And you're like, I don't need And to I was like, I don't need to be involved in this conversation at yeah, all. Yeah, you don't have to update me. Not, you're no, not leaving the good. house. Yeah. We're fine. As long as you're in your room, you're, you're yeah. good. Yeah, like, I will yeah. say, and I know this is a little off topic, but um, 
my kids are pretty awesome about just finding entertaining themselves occupying themselves on a saturday morning when we don't have to get up early Mm -hmm. i do usually have an opportunity to get some extra sleep on like a saturday or a sunday yeah yeah, there's... I'm very much looking forward to lacrosse season being over so I can sleep in on the weekends, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. When we... So soccer season just started this last Saturday, uh, and when we uh, got up for the game, that was at 8.45, mm-hmm. I was just like, can we I be hate done? this. Yeah. We should just skip it. Like, mm-hmm. No, I know. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to it. go. Yeah. It's almost raining out. It's a little cold like i don't want to go to this game mm-hmm. uh the rest of his games for the rest of the season are all at 10 oh perfect it's nice. perfect i couldn't pick a yeah. better time we're for his all games. over the place so yeah we're we're but yeah. okay one let's more talk month. about right, hygiene on. again so yeah we we've been battling with flossing and oh. using mouthwash so my youngest had a number of cavities the last time ah. we went to the dentist yeah. and my daughter had none and my oldest had none but my youngest had like four Whoa. so yeah, yeah it was that a lot was so i was like summer. dude like we you we we give you flossers like you have to use them and i can't like if i say go brush your teeth that means do all the things not just the brushing yeah don't it be literal floss and brush and use the mouthwash we bought you like all of those things. I'm not going to tell you. Did they give them you. the like prescription toothpaste? They did not. We so... got that okay. like two years ago. Okay. And first of all, it took forever to go to go mm. through it because they gave us like a crap ton of it. Oh, and secondly, okay. I think it was really good. Okay. Like I do think that it really helped because my oldest at the next appointment was pretty scot free. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and my youngest still had some. Sure. Issues, mm-hmm. cavities. I think he had three. Okay. Um, but we the flossing is an issue, and we do the yeah. same thing. We have the little yep, like the little plastic flosser things. Yep, with the bridge yep. of floss, yep, and like the he has the worst time with the bottom front teeth. I don't really? know what his deal is. He like does not the clean easiest. them enough. I have to I have to do this thing now at night. Yeah. Where I go, okay, go brush your teeth, and I'm checking teeth tonight. <laughs> and all I got to do is say it. And they'll, and like, they'll do it. And they'll cover all the teeth. Okay. They'll do all the teeth yeah. rather than just, like, the select few on the one side right. where they sit there and gnaw on their toothbrush. Yes, yes. No, all um, the teeth, all the things. Like, I'm going to yeah. put up a checklist on the, like, wall in their bathroom or yeah. something. But we've definitely been battling that. I think that actually getting cavities is the first time my son has had cavities. That the wake kind up call? of gave him a wake up call like oh i actually have to do these things i can't just half-ass it yeah because i'm guessing he was half-assing it so well and you know it doesn't take very long yeah of doing that right to kind of suffer the consequences teeth are funny (laughs) so so that's one thing we've been battling with yeah we we go up and down with that thing so i would say on the whole brushing teeth has gotten a lot better Mm -hmm. for us yeah but we still have times where like i said with my youngest where i'm like dude 
I'm looking at them. They're yeah. dirty. I'm visibly dirty. <laughs> right. You need to brush them. Yes. You did not touch a tooth. <laughs> These did not get touched by a toothbrush today. Yeah. That I can tell. You, you need, yeah. You this need to needs do a better. little more if attention. If I'm giving you a grade, you are not going to pass. Yeah, this is C minus work. Okay. <laughs> so, and we do not get C minuses yes, here. We need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah. So we're, we're working on it. We, uh, both of the twins use deodorant now. Um, uh-huh. My son needs to with all the sports and things like that. Plus, oh, yeah. he's just getting older, and boys smell so. Well, like, and he's a big kid, yes. and like, and like you yeah. said, and he's athletic. Right. So the combination of getting bigger and older, mm-hmm. and running around, yeah, for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You're so, gonna just. You're gonna get dirty yeah and he has to shower after every lacrosse game like he's like it was cold and raining and i'm like even more reason like he Uh, kind of you are actually dirty argued with me a little bit not argue but he like just didn't feel like it on sunday when we got home and i was like you just have to do it. This well, he probably didn't non- feel that good, right? Because yeah. he's been a little uh, yeah. off. Yeah, and it that. was cold and hailing uh-huh. during the game. Uh-huh. I remember um, that. But I'm like, just just go and do it. And I was like, well, you, then fine, talk to your father. Like, And he's oh, like, yeah, I'll just go good. take a shower. And I was I like, like, exactly. <laughs> do your kids approach you more than they approach your husband when it comes it's to... It's like 90 to 10. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Quite literally. I am literally washing dishes. My husband is laying on the couch. Yeah. That is the situation. Or like he has to, the and kids have to, to walk me. past him. Yeah. My husband sent me, uh, sends me memes frequently that are like, like this is the list for mom and then dad. Because they literally, and he'll he'll look at him and be like, I'm right here. And he'll, they'll My just go the right way. past them. It's not like he's hiding out no, somewhere. No, not at all. He's in, yeah. you can see him. Yeah. He's in this room. Like, you just mom, can you look. do this for me? And I'm like in the middle of something, and my husband's like, I'm right here. Like, I'm like, what am I, chop liver? Exactly. Like, but yes, this. it literally is that. Like, we live that meme every day because they do always come yeah. to me first for god knows what reason but sometimes i'll be like oh well you and your you and your father can can talk about that and then they'll be like oh i don't want to ask dad so then they'll just do it that's awesome i wish they felt that (laughs) way about me i wish i was the parent that they were like no i'd rather not (laughs) i want to be that person yeah it's yeah that was that was a goal for me i've always had a batman parenting style (laughs) kind of in the back of my mind is like a uh, you know, like a possibility yeah, if all yeah, else yeah. fails yep. to like use fear as a weapon. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I've never actually gone that far, yeah. you know, that yeah. often once in a while, you know, you always, there's always those days where you used to be like, when I tell Santa about this, he's going to be really upset. And that's fear, my friends. That is. That um, is. We, we use, yeah, that is definitely fear. But yeah. Yeah. We, um, we are getting to different points with hygiene with my daughter, which is, you know, interesting. I've bought period underwear for the inevitable time when that comes, even though I have no idea how to use them. They didn't exist when we were kids. I don't even know how I know, they I'm, work. I'm, but... fa- I'm fascinated. So if at some point you could just like tell Yeah, me. I'll give you some sort of summary of I'm how little, the heck they... Like I'm like a little girl. I'm like a little scared about it, but right? I also want to know. Yeah, so I'm intrigued. So I bought some because inevitably, like I got it when I was 10. My daughter's nine. It's going to happen. We're getting there. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, and then one of my, my good friend's daughters is 10. So I'm like, it's going to happen soon. Um, but what's interesting is they are 
kids clothes and adult clothes at this age is interesting, especially because if little girls are growing faster, they get hair in places. Oh, so sure. Kids bathing suits often are very thin. And we've had yeah. the conversation that they don't like the feel of how their bathing suit bottoms are very thin and hair starts poking through as it grows. Uh-huh. So we're like, wow. okay, didn't even have to think about, never thought about this at no. all because no. it just didn't. But women's tend to have double linings in ah. bottoms, which you don't think about at all. Like, no. So we're looking in like the adult smalls now for sure. other things, but it has come up in conversations now. Like, I, I don't like this. Like it's, prickly and you don't you're more self-conscious you probably wouldn't see it through a bathing suit but i get it you know like sure it it adds to that self-consciousness about it in the first place and kids stuff doesn't really lend itself to girls getting older yeah um so that was an interesting conversation had something interesting also not with my family but with um acquaintance you know, her son is a little bit older and they talk to him about what periods are and things. And a couple of people have told me that their kids have done this, but notice when a girl in their class has something or has blood on them or whatnot. Uh. And it's like, take my sweatshirt, wrap it around your waist and go to the nurse. Like we haven't talked to my son about it, but as we talk to my daughter, we should talk to my son and let him know what it is. Not to the same in depth as the girls, no, but I so they're good. aware that don't make fun of them for this. If you see it, like this is the right way to handle it. And this is what, what this is so that they're not pointing it out and making a big deal of it, which will make it, it inevitably worse for whatever oh, girl. Yeah. That's it becomes doing. a core memory then. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but it's a good point that a lot of people just teach their little girls cause it's going to happen to them, but teach your little boys so they know. Yeah. You know, you know I did talk to my son who is a sixth grader mm-hmm. now and they do in their health classes. Yeah. They do, you know, not separate the kids. Oh, okay. To, yeah. Well, Yes, they do those conversations separately at mm-hmm. times. Sure. But they do tell boys mm-hmm. these things now a little bit more than they ever did before. I mean, they certainly didn't. No, I, I don't, don't think, think they, they did, did at all. And all. they separated the boys and girls when we were kids, when we had Absolutely. those conversations. So, all like, I don't even know Absolutely. what they told the boys, but probably not much. But, like, as we as our kids are getting older, those are conversations we should have with the boys, too. So I they agree know, 100%. like, how do you handle 100%. this? What should you do? Not just be yeah. like, point, oh, look at that. Like, not that they would even or do it purposefully start, mean. Yeah. But, like, do you don't want to draw attention yeah that. and it's a tricky situation yeah. where if you didn't know what was happening yeah. you probably would react that way right because you don't know and yeah. so i think it's important to you know just make them knowledgeable about the various things that happen you know um my daughter started wearing bras because and when she's in pe or when she's doing something active like she needs them so yeah. she she has you know that's good um she has no qualms about them showing through her shirts or anything like that. And I'm like, well, could you just make the straps match so they're, like, not sticking out? But she's like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Which is fine. I get it. It's like she's young and she's just doing it because she has to. But um, all of those fun things are starting to to come around 
with both all of our kids really. yeah absolutely yeah. the last thing i would mention when it comes to hygiene mm-hmm. that is a current issue yes. that we've been having which is going to sound crazy because of everything that has happened in the last three years you would think that this would be a non-issue <laughs> that your kids would have learned at this point <laughs> how important washing your hands is dude they just forget literally like they walk out of the bathroom and i'm like i didn't hear you the water hear running the toilet flush like, and did then you wash your hands opens. this is another thing oh i forgot how on earth is this not just second nature to go from one well, to the other. Well, in my main floor bathroom, yeah. you've been in it. Oh, yeah. The toilet You stand up and you wash your hands. From the sink. Literally. There like, is one rug, yes. and it is between the two, yeah. because that's how much space there is between it's right there. them. It's a very small bathroom. Yeah. When you get up from the toilet, <laughs> just turn the it's sink right on. There. It's like you only have to take one step, yes. and it's the same step you would take to open the door so you are already there just do it and yeah i get a lot of i forgot or oh i did that i did it i I literally go and i touch their hands and i'm like did you i'll go into the bathroom and check for water oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh there's no it's not wet there is no no way way you did this like this is not and or you know like i said you hear the toilet flush (laughs) and then the door immediately opens (laughs) and i'm not stupid (laughs) yes i know what that means i don't understand why i just don't I just don't understand why it's just not part of the routine. And I think that's what we're getting at here is that (laughs) some of these behaviors, some of this old stuff has become the routine. And some of these newer things, for some reason, why is hand washing part of it? But for some (laughs) reason, just have not become part of the routine. I remember having an in-depth argument with my youngest about whether or not soap was beneficial in the hand washing (laughs) ritual. He was like, I just just turn the water on and I wash my hands. He would use the word wash his hands, but I don't. He didn't actually wash. I think it was a very brief stint because Mm. my youngest is also a germaphobe. Yeah. So like, I think that this was just like some sort of flaw in his brain temporarily, but he tried to convince me that that was better. (laughs) And I was just like. It's not. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Just use soap. soap is necessary. It's part of the process. It needs to be included yeah. here. And I am that person <laughs> yeah. that when I walk through the door from being anywhere outside mm. of my house, I take my shoes hands. off and I wash my hands. That's fair. That's yeah. the order of which okay. when I get home from work, mm-hmm. I wash my hands and then I engage. So do like whatever if else. I'm going to go upstairs yeah. and change or I'm mm-hmm. going to eat dinner or I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. Yeah. Grab a beer and go sit and watch TV. That's Washing part of hands your process. just yeah. happens. And I've tried to tell my kids that that is, you know, when you're outside and you're playing with your friends for mm-hmm. three hours and it's dinner time. Come and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Anytime you're outside, honestly, come and wash your hands before you're going to do something. Yeah. I don't, I'm not great about doing it when I get home from anywhere. My husband does. He washes his hands a lot. I think that partially is with his profession too. He constantly washes his hands. But the kids, we do often have to be like, okay, you were just touching something outside. Like, wash your hands before you put food in your mouth or whatever else. Like, you need to 
to do. I don't know why they just don't fi- feel it as an important step in the process. I do think <laughs> what has really helped us turn a corner mm-hmm. on the washing hands <laughs> argument is that in the last couple months, we have visited a place that considers itself the world's cleanest indoor amusement park. It is called Urban Air. Oh. And it's in Naperville. And my kids have gotten sick <laughs> both times we have gone. Oh my gosh. I just saw Lauren smell the beer we're about to drink. It was terrifying. Um, and oh they, man, I just got it. See, okay. see why? See no, what their response no. was? Anyways, oh, yes. Failure. So many people I know that go to Urban Air or any of those trampoline places quite literally just get sick every time. The first time we went, they both got sick. First my little one. And then obviously mm-hmm. I think Big Brother actually probably. caught it from yeah, the little probably. one. Big Brother threw up six <gasps> times in the span of a night. Oh man. That's six rough. Six times, man. That's You'd rough. have to take me to the hospital. That's a lot. I was very concerned. Yes, that's I was like, fair. are you alive? <laughs> You need to drink some water. Yeah. Like, (laughs) here's some Pedialyte. Like, dude, you need something. Fortunately for him, I had loaded up on all that stuff from little brother being sick. So I was just like, have this and this and this and drink something. And like, it helped him recover. Anytime we're on mats, like, anytime that there's like any sort of gymnastics y mat things, stuff like that, we wash our hands. Like, the twins do MMA. Um, They actually did it tonight. I'm sure when they got home, their dad was like, go wash your hands. Yes. Because they collect things. They collect germs. They just do. Well, it's do. just impossible for it to be that clean. Now, yeah. I will say that we've gone, we went to a trampoline park mm-hmm. in Naperville, a different place, okay. and had a very good experience okay. and did not, I didn't think it looked dirty and it was nobody yeah. got sick and we took a little group of kids because it was my son's like unofficial birthday so oh, yeah, he yeah. brought a friend and then my older son brought nice. a friend so there were four kids gotcha everybody survived it Fantastic. without a brutal illness that, that is what we want so yes but the hand washing lesson was a tough one to learn <laughs> after a few violent illnesses really <laughs> swept through the place that's an important step yeah. that the children don't seem to be real excited about. All right, we're drinking this Smoke Porter, which is their two-time Great American Beer Fest gold okay. medal winner. It, uh, yeah, dark, rich, smoky. So let's do it. I did open it, and I did smell it, and I did make a... She made a face. I made a face. It smells like... Like, and don't get me wrong, I like smoked things. You know, it's got a strong aroma. It's not as strong on the flavor. And that's mm, not bad. Okay. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I like it more than I expected from the aroma. I like I'm, the taste far better than the smell. The aroma, <laughs> is, it's like a, it's like wet wood chip smell, though. You know, like when you're smoking yeah, meat. Yeah, when you're smoking and meat. And you get and water you get, on the chips yeah, to kind of yeah, get yeah. your smoker to or get the you flavor of the... Or when you take the wood chips out after you've smoked yes, them, that it. is what this smells like. Yeah, I... I it doesn't it's, smell like what you've smoked. It smells like the like implements uh, yes, that affect of, the smoking process. It's like the burnt wet wood smoke. Isn't that what it smells smell. like? Kinda. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the smell. 
I will say that the taste is better than expected. Yeah. Maybe that's because we just finished a malt beverage, though. Finished is uh, excessive uh, use of that term. <laughs> we tried. Tried. Yeah. tried it. Okay. This is smoky. It's got kind of a lot of flavor to it that's uh, a little bit bitter almost for a porter. Maybe that's the smoked piece of it. It's very bold tasting in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, it's definitely smoky. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I, just... I don't love it, but I don't hate it as much as I thought by opening the bottle. Well, <laughs> and I will say that I've had smoked beers before and have traditionally strongly disliked yeah. them. This and I a... do not strongly dislike this. If yeah. someone brought me a glass of this to taste like at a bar, yeah. I would sip on it for a little while yeah, and be yeah, content yeah. with that. Yeah, this isn't bad. It's just not it, it wouldn't I wouldn't pick it, but it's definitely not bad. Like it if you liked smoked beers too, which is kind of a fad lately, like yes. this is definitely this is one of the more drinkable ones in Abs- my opinion yeah. for sure. So like this I could totally see if people like that kind of beer enjoying this one yeah for sure yeah so if it's something you'd like and it's a flavor profile that you like then this one i would say is definitely worth worth giving a shot to definitely so and i wouldn't rule out o'fallon i know we kind of struck out on the first beer a little bit no i would definitely try some other things by them yeah and uh Again, this isn't my cup of tea necessarily, but it's it's better than I expected for the profile. Uh, and they make a number of other beers, and I would definitely give some others a try if I come across them. So Totally. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there you go, you guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 